Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. <laughs> What's up, fellow babies? <laughs> this is Charles. 200 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. The American dream. Now we're going to throw in North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. August the 5th, and we got an old crew here, John Boy and Billy. Billy's moving around outside the kitchen area. Tater, Randy, Jackie, Andy behind the glass. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Back at you, big guy. All right, then, what national days we have to celebrate today? It's National Underwear Day. All right, let's wear some. Boxers or briefs? Uh, Boxers. My boys need a hammock. <laughs> I can see you, you little tidy whities. <laughs> Actually, I have seen you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Please, I'm going to eat breakfast a little bit. <laughs> you ever go through a phase not wearing underwear? No. <laughs> My boys need a hammock. That's what I'm telling you. Did you, John? Oh, yeah. Okay, it actually got weirder. I didn't think it could, but it did. You had to challenge them, didn't yeah. you? Was, was, were you still wearing pants? Uh, yeah, with jeans. Oh, okay. Is this jeans. some kind of superstition like the sports players have when they get a hot streak going? Uh, so it's National Work Like a Dog Day, which is strange because also, you know, you have it's a dog's life, and then you have work like a dog. So mm. a dog's life refers to dogs are able to laze around, sleep, no worries, issues. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, work like a dog is like just the opposite. Uh, you've been doing some tractor thinking, haven't you? <laughs> well, me and Pearl talk about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you go commando, you'll have these thoughts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, today is National Oyster Day. All right. Good old oysters. You ever found a pearl? I, I mm. found a hard white thing, and it was round, and I thought it was a pearl. Oh, old cob melting under the bridge at the beach. No, I don't know. I'll give it here. And then he showed up with a boat. <laughs> That's not a gold bar, no. Yeah, the, uh, today is National IPA Day. That uh, celebrates the beer known as India Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a, like a type of beer now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the craft beers. A lot of the yeah. craft beers are IPAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'd make it taste a little better if you eat them with oysters. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I can't remember the name of the beer, but I'm going to tell you a beer you're going to think is, that sounds awful, but I'll bring it and you taste it. You'll uh, be like, oh my God, it's Reese Peanut Butter Cup. Reese? Yes. Butter it's cup peanut beer. butter and chocolate beer. Ah. Uh, we can call yeah. me peanut butter and chocolate. Yep. Yep. And it's good. <laughs> it's hard to find. All right, there, Otis. We'll try it. There's one in there. <laughs> All right, uh, we got uh, three dates in history saved up. We'll get our first prize back out and get you ready for outbursts. All right, that's the plan. We all awake. Big Show's on the radio. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack out the door today. Hopefully, it's a big old Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. It includes a cool Mount Olive hat. We got them in Hunter's Orange and Camo. I like them. T-shirts, cool T-shirts. I heart Mount Olive Pickles. Yeah, man, that's half my wardrobe. That's going to waste up. And since it's underwear day. So it's actually more than half. (laughs) Plus, we got a cool stainless tumbler and pickle juicers. That's the latest innovation from the corner of cucumber and vine. Pickle juicers and convenient two-ounce shooters and 64-ounce jugs. Let's get you set up to win it here. Three dates in history. This is where we'll get our categories. August 5th, 1989. I don't know how to pronounce Chinese names. It looked like XU. I think it's like a Z. Think of it as a like Z. Like a Z. Yeah. All right. Z Chong Wee won history's largest game of musical chairs. The game began at the Anglo Chinese School with 8,238 players. Yikes. Oh, Z Chong, quick. All right. Move up to 02. Exactly 1,135 mothers in Berkeley, California. Set a new Guinness record for most women breastfeeding simultaneously. What? Simultaneously. Oh, at the your same word time. could work too, actually. <laughs> Spinaltaneously. <laughs> so it was 767 Australian women held the previous record. Uh, so then they were promoting health benefits of breastfeeding. Berkeley moms broke it in a mass nurse in at a nearby theater. Mm. Oh, good. Maybe they had the lights off. And well, finally, I mean. <laughs> yeah. on this date in 2013, in a move that catches the publishing world off guard, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos purchases the respected Washington Post for $250 million. So it's respected? Is that the well, deal? It was then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then he bought it. And then he bought that racket. I mean, rocket. Well, it looked like a racket. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of both, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, there's our categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS. You told free line. We play Outburst next. <laughs> Thank you. 
Good morning. Big Show's on the radio Thursday, August 5th. Video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's Motorcycle Lawyers. Yeah, good thing they're motorcycle lawyers because Tater might be able to sue me over this one. John Boy and Marcy's pre-show routine. I think it's great that it actually made the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was kind of a surprise. Yeah. Really? I can't believe not everybody's doing this. That's yeah. the thing. Well, I, we did tell you I they thought were. that it was a, yeah. Uh, Funny stuff. Y'all check it out at TheBigShow.com. And right now, get our Thursday winning beginning. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Drew. From Hawkinsville, Georgia. We'll have a big show Good morning, Drew. Hey, good morning. How are y'all? Hey, man, we good, Drew. How do you do? <laughs> I do fine on this day. <laughs> good, buddy. Let's get through these categories and get you this big old Mount Olive Pickles prize pack down in Hawkinsville. You ready? Man, I love some Mount Olive Pickles. <laughs> All right. Well, don't get distracted. Let's get through these three okay. categories here. In five seconds, right. we need three kids' party games. Ready, go. Uh, bobbin for apples. Uh, balloon pop. Pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> All right. Didn't have to use musical chairs. That's balloon pop. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's where you sit on the balloon. You gotta oh. sit on it and make it pop. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought it was just being mean. All right, good. <laughs> Not everybody is mean. Right. It is a party. All right, Drew. Here we go. Three things you can feed a baby. Ready, go. Applesauce. Uh, baby food. Yeah. Formula. All right. Formula at the buzzer. Now, for the win... Three things that can cost millions of dollars. Ready, go. A yacht, a house, and a car. Yeah. All right, Drew, you got it. Mount Olive Pickles prize pack. Head down to you, buddy. Sweet. <laughs> can I give a shout out? Yeah, you go ahead. To my lovely wife, Dee, and my three boys, Connor, Caleb, and Kobe. I love y'all. All right. We love you, too. No, he means the <laughs> Oh, okay. What else was? <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Right on the other side, would have been Tim Wilson's 60th birthday. We're going to celebrate the late, great Tim Wilson. Starting right after
Good morning. Big show's on the radio Thursday, August 5th. Yeah, late great Tim Wilson. He would have been 60 years old today. Of course, uh, Yano passed away way too early. Had a heart attack age 52. Uh, so, yeah, Tim will live on long as we got this big show on the radio. Kick it off with one of our faves. It's been the Chuck E. Cheese. You might be able to identify. Here we go. I got combat training from overseas. Now I'm the bouncer at the Chuck E. Cheese. I think I'd rather do a year in jail than another afternoon in Chuck E. Cheese hell. Chuck E. Cheese hell. I'm in Chuck E. Cheese hell. We cater to a snot-nosed clientele in Chuck E. Cheese hell. Mama drives chipper to the Chucky Mall, watches him waller in some plastic bowls. The band sucks and the pizza's is cold, and you eat it with a slobbering four-year-old in Chucky Cheese Hell. Puke with pepperoni still smells the same. You waste a paycheck on a video game. Lined up out the door like the stones are in town. Ain't enough Chucky ass weapons to go around in Chucky Cheese Hell. I'm in Chuck E. Cheese hell, squalling youngins and a skee-ball bell in Chuck E. Cheese hell. I did two tours of duty in Vietnam, fighting jungle rot and breathing napalm, but they couldn't torture me half as well as a birthday party in Chuck E. Cheese hell, Chuck E. Cheese hell. I'm in Chuck E. Cheese hell. Neil Young, isn't it? Thursday morning, big shows on the radio. Well, the summer months are keeping him on his toes. He's been seeing a bunch of movies, and he's here to tell us what he thinks. Let's welcome back to the big show studio, Rabbi Myron Bergstein. Rabbi. Shalomi, homies. What's happening, John the Boyum and the Billy Goyum? So, Rabbi. Zip it, boss, cunts. <laughs> I gotta get through this. My guts are killing me today. Ah, uh, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I got the dyspepsy. Oh, man, I know what you mean. I remember one time when I was in the movie business, you know, back in Graham. We're running a double feature. I got in some bad pickled eggs. I couldn't leave the projection booth. A double feature was a big deal. That's funny. That's what I was going to say. What's that? Big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the days for you to want to chit-chat. Just let me get through this mess before we got a different kind of mess. (laughs) So, I went to see that movie, Jungle Boat Trip. Cruise. No, he wasn't in it. it it's another <laughs> Disney flick based on a theme park ride. Whoop de doo! <laughs> I can't wait for Log Flume the musical. <laughs> anyway, it's about this boat captain on the Amazon taking this lady doctor from London to look for this 
Ancient tree with amazing healing abilities or something. During the quest, they face danger and supernatural forces hiding in the beauty of the lush rainforest. Little do they realize that their own fate and mankind's <laughs> hang in the balance. Wow, that sounds great. Listen, you've been to the Disney thing. You know what I'm talking about? The parks. I always loved the jungle boat. It was a nice, easy ride. Robot animals. The one guy getting the rhino horn up his caboose. <laughs> the only thing that made you jump was the giant snake. Well, that sounds nice, man. Anything like the movie? Yeah. <laughs> no. The movie is loud and it's noisy and too much busy stuff on the screen. I mean, eh, it's okay. <laughs> the dumber people in the audience seem to love it. It also differs from the ride in that when the movie was done, I didn't go back and get in line. Once was enough. Ah, so uh, how was the cast? Eh, you know, when the stars, the special effects, you can put anybody up there. But I'll say this. The skipper is a hoot. He's that... Um, that ex-wrestling guy, uh, Dwayne Wade. Johnson. Wade Johnson. No, Dwayne <laughs> Johnson. I thought that was the guy who helped kill the president so he could get the job. That's Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> I thought that was the guy that found everything very interesting. No, that's Artie Johnson. <laughs> I thought that was that giant basketball guy who's supposed to be so sick but always looks fat and happy. That's Magic Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the honky on Miami Vice. That's Don Johnson. <laughs> I thought that was the guy who made Windex. That's S.C. Johnson. <laughs> I thought that was the place with the orange roof that sold the all-you-can-eat clam strips. That's Howard Johnson. <laughs> I thought that was the British guy with the Billy Idol haircut. That's Boris Johnson. <laughs> who the hell am I thinking? <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Hey, how's that... Great society working out for you, you idiot. <laughs> so, what did you think? Oi, the ears on that guy like a Volkswagen going down the street with both doors open. No, no, the movie. Ah, well, you know what? It ain't bad. It ain't great. It ain't bad. Lots of action. Lots of laughs. Eh, I give it three, three and a quarter yarmulkes. Not everyone's cup of tea. Might be yours, might not be. Again, not my problem. Go, don't, keep it to yourself. No one cares what you do. But if you go, remember, see you matinee, it's cheaper. What's happening? What's going on? Rabbi Slobo here. Listen, when I'm in the kitchen, whipping up some kreplaks, or some gefilte fish, or a big pot of those hurtin' slappin' shakin'. <laughs> Nothing keeps a smile on my face like listening to my favorite Shlemiel and Shlemazels, John Boy and Billy. They're regular. I should feather incorporated. So you guys are rednecks, huh? What's that like? <laughs>
Wilson Big Show on the radio Thursday, August the 5th. Dan Wilson has been 60 years old today. Top of every hour, we're going to start it off with Tim's Uncle B.S. Uncle B.S., where were you in June 1944? Metal detector salesman, D-Day, Normandy, France. Walking the beach at four in the morning in black socks and sandals, scouring the coastline, helping a gay glass blower named Jean hunt for a friendship bracelet he dropped out of a pair of Speedos earlier that evening. I look out in the ocean, see a hundred thousand surfers running at me in ugly green wetsuits, enough water pistols, enough luggage to keep a team of bellhops busy for a month. Next thing I know, a machine gun round from a sand dune parts my hair, and Joan takes a four-inch piece of shrapnel in the hind end. I drag him to a sunland stand lotion, suntan lotion stand, and wind up wrapping his butt in number 10 sunscreen, the beach towel tourniquet. My Geiger counter's beeping like a dope dealer at a crack house picnic. He's cussing like a French sailor, and I'm wondering what this many teenagers are doing storming Normandy in the middle of the off-season. I said, Joan, with this many bullets in the beach, I think you and Todd can forget about that fag bracelet. <laughs> yeah! Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. The winner gets a variety pack of Astera Labs products. Pharmaceutical-grade CBD made in the USA and no bitter aftertaste. Go to BigShow.com, click on the banner, enter code JBB. Get 20% off on all CBD products. Must be 18 to win. And now here's our man, James Gregory. Let's catch up with the funniest man in America. Good morning, James. Well, good morning. How is everybody doing? Man, we are, <laughs> doing, we are doing good, buddy. And I know you're doing great. You are burning that road up. Let me tell our listeners right quick. You got a show last night in Raleigh. You got one tonight. You can see James at the Improv Raleigh, North Carolina tonight. Tomorrow night, going down to Myrtle Beach for the big old Alabama theater. And I understand, man, the heart of thousands of tickets sold for that show. Still probably some available. It's a big room. And then Saturday, James will be at the Walhalla Performing Arts Center in Walhalla, South Carolina. So you got you a big weekend. And I'm so excited. Then about a week from now, I'm going to be at my favorite place, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, you're talking about a nice room, the McGlowan Theater oh, wow. in Charlotte yeah. next Friday, August the 13th. Yeah. So I'm just, I've been real busy. Hmm. It, it, uh, the bad, I've told you this before. From my home to get into North Carolina and South Carolina, it takes me so long because once you get into the state of South Carolina, Every other exit, there's a bojangle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a curse. So I, every yeah. time I see the bojangle sign, I have to pull over. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them auto reflexes for you. Right. <laughs> now, when, now when, I, when I go to Kentucky and go to Tennessee, those are short trips because there's no bojangles over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I know. I, J- James, I guess you found Bojangles before us. We're, we weren't the ones that introduced you to Bojangles, were we? Because we've known each other Absolutely. a long time. And, you know, that, that was before Bojangles started expanding to other states, you know. Right, right. Because, yeah. you know, they sponsored me when I was racing back in, in 93. That was my. Yeah, it was their bad race. judgment series. <laughs> <laughs> That's what stalled their expansion plan for a while. <laughs> 
I tell you, I tell you, I really, I tell you, I, I just love them so much. But I really should, I should sue Bojangles. Uh-huh. Not because of the chicken, okay? Uh-huh. Those those berry biscuits are mm. killing me. Oh, okay. <laughs> the bowberries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I, how, how dare they put the good stuff on their menu? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, years ago, that was not on the menu, you know. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and once they part, started putting those on the on the menu, I'm getting fatter and fatter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, James, I tell you what, man, all this time on the road and you're traveling, man, just still doing it up, wonderful. You're, you're a, like what? What do you call somebody like you know for us? I mean, he's our. What's well, what's ambassador? Yeah, yeah that, that that would be a good one. Yeah, for our big show listeners, you know, we don't travel like we used to. Yeah, goes right oh. on the show. Yeah. But but James does. Oh well, so. then mule. He's our mule. He's not carrying stuff for us. Right. Right. Goodwill ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you you're probably about the best ambassador we got for the big show. You're the head days, of the away team for us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you everywhere we go, you know, when we we self promote some of these shows, like in uh, like in Val Dawson, places like that, mm-hmm. we always put our money on those JB John Mobility affiliates if you have them. Uh-huh. But everywhere I go, I don't go to Val Dawson, Georgia. We was down in Florida this past April, and St. Augustine just recently. You know, and I'm always hanging out in the lobby or at the merchandise table. Right. And I told you this before. It can just kind of irritate because somebody will walk up, you know, and they'll just, I'm selling my stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're selling your stuff. Uh-huh. And, they'll say, and they'll say, don't you have, a, you're having a jumble on busy hat. I'll just say, how can you just bring jumble over you, you know? <laughs> I tell them, I said, I said, Jumbo, really, they got lots of money. I got to pay my own bills. I can't sell their junk. <laughs> we didn't co-sign for as many people as you did. <laughs> That's right. You're exactly right. And as I told you, James, you failed the credit check. So. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's awesome, James. Well, man, that is cool stuff. So, y'all, you got James tonight at the Improv in Raleigh, North Carolina. Tomorrow night, Alabama Theater in Myrtle Beach. Saturday, Walhalla Performing Arts Center in Walhalla, South Carolina. Next Friday, mm-hmm. the McGloan Theater in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, sir. That's got to be one of the fanciest rooms you play, James, the McGloan Theater. Oh, it is. It's just a wonderful place. And every time I go there and I'm talking to people after the show, you'd be surprised to know that there's so many people that live in Charlotte, but they've never been to that venue yet. Uh-huh. Mm. That's true. But when they get there the first time, they're just so impressed by it. So I'm encouraging people. I know they've seen me perform in Charlotte for the past 35 to 36 years. Uh-huh. But if you have not experienced Blumenthal Theater, you really should see the show, even if it's not my own. My show. If you go visit right. other artists at that venue, uh-huh. you'll be impressed and you'll be proud of Charlotte, North Carolina having such a exquisite 
venue. It's an amazing place. And that is next Friday. And then uh, you're just going on through the month of August. If y'all listen around Powderly, Kentucky, Elizabethtown, Kentucky, Paris, Tennessee, Cartersville, Georgia, Niceville, Florida, Pensacola, Florida. Just go to James' website and find Mm. out about those shows. Make sure you get your tickets and go to funniestman.com. So, all right, James, you're gonna be you're gonna be busy through this month, buddy. You be careful out there. Try not to gain too much weight. <laughs> I, 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 I'm being I'm being real careful. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm drinking water instead of sweet tea. Mm. <laughs> All right. Good work. Small steps. <laughs> All right, James, you have a great day. We love you, buddy. I love y'all too. Thank you so much. All, All right, man. Right. There he is. Check him out. Funniestman.com. See when he's coming near you. All right. Well, let's play this. John Boy Jeopardy. Review yesterday's question. We found out the most common reason for being arrested in the United States is... Drunk driving. Yeah, y'all got to learn. Don't do that. All right, today's John Boy Jeopardy. Based upon archaeological discoveries, Mm. scientists believe this was the first fruit to be eaten by humans. You know, I'm not sure what kind of fruit it was, but I think there were some chunks of it in my Christmas fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all got? 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told Freeline Across America we play. John Boy Jeopardy. Next. Thursday morning, big shows on the radio. Video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. John Boyd Marcy's pre-show routine. I just got to make sure she's awake and ready yeah, to go. Yeah. Oh, I, like the, I had it the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard about that morning show, show boot camp. So I'm not yeah, kidding. Right. Y'all get your laugh right there at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's Told you this one from yesterday. (laughs) And now your host, his post-show routine involves holding the door open for a dog. (laughs) He's John Moore. Let's say hey to Kirby down Vicksburg, Mississippi. Good morning, Kirby. Good morning, John Moore. Good morning. Hi, Kirby. You first up, see what you got. Based upon archaeological discoveries, scientists believe this was the first fruit to be eaten by humans. Hmm. You know, we in the South, we eat a lot of figs down here, so I'm going to have to say some figs. All right. Well, is it figs? Southern Oh, Fig's been around a while, though, hasn't Yeah, it? pretty good guess. Yes. All right, man. Well, Kirby, appreciate you playing, buddy. You have a great day. All right, y'all too. All right, mate. Let's go to Linda. She's up in Spencer, West Virginia. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Linda, it wasn't figs. What do you think first fruit to be eaten by humans? Um, I'll try bananas. Let's try bananas. You got it. I thought we'd get an apple guess in there somewhere. too. That was my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're probably not very active in their church. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, Linda, you got a variety pack of our Stereo Labs products. Head up Spencer for you. All right, thanks. All right, baby. Bottom of the hour, 
Turn top of your news right on the other side. Our time capsule for this August the 5th. Hang on for a life. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. It's a marginal day in the neighborhood with people like you for a neighbor. Won't you move out? Would you move out? Hello, boys and girls, Mr. Rayford here. Glad to be able to add a little bit of class to this otherwise juvenile redneck yuck fest and help straighten out the new generation of crumb crutchers. Today is Adventure Day in Mr. Rayford's neighborhood. Our special guest is little Tommy Vaughn. Well, Tommy, how are you enjoying Adventure Day so far? It's really neat, Mr. Rayford. What, what a great idea, putting all those old abandoned refrigerators with clubhouse painted on them in your backyard. I haven't seen my brother Eddie in the last few minutes, though. Do you think you could help me find him? Well, we'll talk about that later. You know, Tommy, I thought you were coming along on the road to curmudgeonhood. You know, I was on that cynical road back when you were just a drunken glaze in your father's eye. It doesn't just happen. You have to work at it. It's a 24-hour-a-day job. You can't just take an occasional stab at it. You've got to make it your life. I have. You've got to decide, are you going to be a good head or a butthead? Uh, I know I've shown patience and compassion in the past, but I want to be a butthead. Good, good, good. You're a fine boy. But with a little work, we can take care of that. You've got to surround yourself with people of like mind, people who think exactly like you do, people you can call a pal. Are you my pal, Tommy? Uh, yes, sir. I'm your pal. Good boy. How about a nice big glass of Bilo Cola, hmm? Hmm? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. I really got thirsty out there dodging all those bear traps. Ah, yes, and remember, you can't fall in the trap of saying what you think people want to hear. Speak your mind, damn the consequences, be a leader, be a curmudgeon, be a... Yeah, yeah, a butthead. I got it, I got it. Look, can I go now? Well, I hate being a latchkey child. Well, if your mother would quit her job and stay home like all women should, the world wouldn't be so screwed up. Tell her I said give it up. She can't have it all. Tomorrow in Mr. Rayford's neighborhood, leaf blowers, modern convenience, or just another fiendish attempt to annoy me personally. Till then, get out of my yard. Stay indoors. And if your parents go out to eat, pretend you're sick, stay home, and quit ruining my life. Till then, this is Mr. Rayford saying, ta-ta, ta-ta. Are we off? Yeah. Good. That'll hold the little bastards off for a while. John Boy and Billy. Hey, it's you, John Boy. Where's Billy? Stupid. Morning radio done right.
Good morning. Big Show's on the radio Thursday, August 5th. NASCAR boys go back to racing this weekend. We'll catch up with our man Doug Rice about 20 minutes. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for our mysterious visitor from the East, the all-seeing, all-knowing, and former hairstylist to the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Tarmac the Magnificent. They would just draw it on a piece of paper and bring it to me. <laughs> Tarmac, I hold in my hands the envelopes. As a child of four can plainly see, these envelopes are hermetically sealed. They've been kept in a mayonnaise jar in Snoop Dogg's underwear drawer since <laughs> noon yesterday. No one knows the contents of these envelopes. But you, in your mystical and semi-divine way, will ascertain the answers to these questions, having never before seen the questions. Are you ready? I was born ready, big man. <laughs> Envelope number one. Space Jam. Space Jam. What's between Buzz Lightyear's toes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Starting off strong. Envelope <laughs> yes. number two. High Diddly Ho. High Diddly Ho. What do you say when you meet a diddly ho? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're building. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we're at envelope number three. BR549. BR549. Name a Star Wars droid that guest starred on Hee Haw. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hit your stride. All right, here we go. <laughs> envelope number four. Instant Pot. Instant Pot. What was Tommy Chong's first wish when the genie came out of the lamp? Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're at envelope number five. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. What did 50 Cent do when he got hungry? <laughs> it's kind of like hills. It goes up and down. Yeah, we're at envelope number six. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. What does a doctor look for when he's out of town at a convention? <laughs> envelope number seven. The Delta variant. The Delta variant. Describe an airplane with comfortable seats, great food, and cheap tickets. <laughs> Very rare. <laughs> envelope number eight. The Forever Purge. The Forever Purge. What did the Olsen twins do after a big lunch? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're at envelope number nine. Wonder Woman, 1984. Wonder Woman, 1984. Describe Bruce Jenner, 2021. A <laughs> 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 tarback guy holding my hands, the final envelope. Here we go. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. What does Lipless say when you ask him what time it is? That's it, buddy. Tarmac, the Magnificent. Good night, everybody. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio.
Hey, horses and horsets. That's your old pal Gary Busey. And I'm not working a lot over a Busey Nissan or working the fryer over a Busey Burgers or calling Gaylord Sartain at 2 in the morning to sing Body Holly tunes. I'm listening to my favorite fellow head injury patients, John Boyne every morning on the big show. Uh, Man, when was the last time I had hand? on the radio celebrating Tim Wilson's birthday would have been 60 years old today kick off every hour with Uncle BS good morning Uncle BS where were you December 1955 December 1955 <laughs> city bus driver Montgomery Alabama wrestling <laughs> a steering wheel trying to get a 14 year old to turn Elvis down so I could figure out how many black people I can squeeze on and still have room up front for the white folks <laughs> Best-looking woman in North America crawls on my bus. Peroxide hair, legs up to her hind end. 40-D cup staring me right square in the eyes. I'm hoping she'll sit in the third seat from the front, my eyeballing seat. Look up in the rearview mirror of the bus. Damn if Rosa Parks ain't in my eyeballing seat. Now I can sit here and look at Rosa for the next 15 miles or get her to get up and give Miss Nude Alabama her seat. Rosa knows I ain't had a date in six months. Picks today to turn into a civil rights martyr. Just goes to show every time I see a good-looking woman, somebody makes a federal case out of her. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, current events quiz. Take C. Win a $50 gift card from Island Coastal Lager Beer. Become an island local for exclusive deals and a chance to win a dream fishing trip to the Bahamas. Visit islandbrandsusa.com. Uh, we got it right there at thebigshow.com. Click on the banner and check it out. Hang on, winning minutes. Celebrating Tim Wilson this morning, one of our faves, the George song. George Bush. George Burns, George Jones, George Benson, George C. Scott, George Reeves, George Wallace, George Hallis, George Washington, George Washington Carver, George Jefferson, George Jetson, George Pappard, George Harrison. Boy, George, by George, George of the Jungle, George Strait. Chris, George, Linda Day, George, George Patton, Phyllis, George, George Custer, George McClellan, George Foster, George Martin, George Thurgood, George Carlin, George Hamilton, George Ralph, George Jessel, Tallulah Gorge, Susan, George, Curious, George, Georgie, Porgy, George Clinton, George Siegel, George McGovern, Jeff, George, George Lindsay, George Stanford Brown, George Lucas, George McRae, George Schultz, George Mikan, Gorgeous George, Gorgeous George Jr., everybody, George Orwell, George Wimp, Randy, the guy that don't know nothing about football, 
Jones threw that in. George Goble, George Michael, George Foreman, George Foreman, George Foreman, George Foreman, George Foreman, George Foreman, Chuck George, the guy I used to go to elementary school with, Georgetown, George George, Will, George Montgomery, George Steinbrenner, Georgie Fane, George from Mason Men, George Allen, George Rogers, George Gip, the Gipper, George Gershwin, George Gervin, Machine Gun Kelly, his name was George, George Zaharius, George Kennedy, George Brett, George Mitchell, George Stephanopoulos, Chief Dan George, George Blenda, George Plimpton, George McGinnis, George Rogers Clark, George Bernard Shaw, George Seifert, Eddie George, George the Animal Steel, George Pappas, the Bowler, George the Captain Star Trek, George Clooney's butt, George Costanza, George Bailey, George Pickett got killed at Gettysburg. Didn't get killed at Gettysburg. He got his butt whipped at Gettysburg. And for all you party animals, George Dickel. And George is on my mind. Yeah. All right. That always amazed me. He could keep all that straight. And now we need to think of Georgia's that he didn't use in the song. That'll right. keep it going for a while. All right, first, let's concentrate on the current events quiz. Bentley, what are we dealing with? LeVar Burton's first episode, guest hosting Jeopardy, was one for the record books. All right. 1-800-BIG-SHOW-YOU-TOLL-FREE-LINE. Take C, you win. We play next. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio, rolling through you Thursday, August 5th. Video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. We got John Boy and Marcy's pre-show routine. <laughs> How wonderful it actually showed up at the Olympics. <laughs> Good job. Oh, man, that funny. It works for me. It can work for Olympians. <laughs> Check it out to make your day to visit thebigshow.com. Yeah, right now. Ready, girls? Ready? Okay! Comb your hair and take a whiz. It's time for the current event quiz. Take Let's say hey to Chris from West Memphis, Arkansas. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, buddy. All right. You ready to win? Let's listen to Bidley and enjoy. Well, LeVar Burton finally got the chance to live out his dream guest hosting Jeopardy. The Star Trek actor and reading Rainbow host has loved the show his whole life, and his debut game was literally one for the record books. Contestant Patrick Pierce broke the all-time Jeopardy record for Lowest score ever. (laughs) Pierce finished double Jeopardy in the red to the tune of minus $7,400. With no money to wager, of course, he was ineligible for final Jeopardy, but he didn't go home completely empty-handed. He left with a check for $1,000 just for playing our game. Pierce breaks the old worst Jeopardy record of A, minus $6,400, Christy Gibson, July 2012, B, Minus $6,800, Stephanie Hull, March 2015. Or C, minus $7,350, Celebrity Jeopardy contestant Gary Busey, November 2020. (laughs) What you got, Chris? I want to take C on that, guys. Hey, hey. You got it. What do you say? And I want to give a shout-out real quick. Uh, Uh, I'm going to... Uh, you can put me in the uh, twenty-year-plus uh, listener club. I listen to you guys every morning when I'm hooking up my trailers, uh, running back from Memphis to Little Rock. And also, I want to give a shout out to all of us hardworking men and women truck drivers out here pounding the concrete seas that helped get us uh, this country moving through this pandemic. There you you go. got that right, Chris. Absolutely. Man, proud to have you listen, man. Love our truckers doing the doing the work, buddy. Will you hang on? We gonna hook you up with a big old prize pack. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Hey, man, first preseason NFL game is tonight. Going to that with a Tim Wilson tune. Guess what it is?
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Celebration of Tim Wilson continues. Going together with uh, football tonight, NFL preseason game, Hall of Fame game. You got the Steelers and the Cowboys playing. Perfect time for one of our faves from Tim Wilson, Ricky Tidwell's mama. Ricky Tidwell was a great athlete, was a big strong boy that was quick on his feet, and every college in the country wanted Ricky on their line. But when the scouts come knocking on Ricky's door, they didn't want to talk to young Rick no more. When they saw his mama, she's the one they wanted to sign. She was a raw-boned woman raised on a farm, had Bear Bryant tattooed on her forearm. She was meaner than hell and run a 40 and 4.3. And she could squat 600, bench press 5, the hands-down meanest homemaker alive. Got a scholarship playing linebacker at Tennessee. <laughs> Ricky Tidwell's mama's gonna play football. Her real name's Doris, but they're gonna call her too tall. She got shoulders on a hind end, four foot wide. Gone to college on a full ride. Doris Tidwell's gonna play in the NCAA. She'd wash all her teammates' uniforms, tucked everybody in in the football dorm, cooked the game meal, said the Lord's Prayer. You're missing a jock strap, she's got a spare. Crawl in the huddle and call all the plays. Only one tough enough to go both ways. Get a mouthful of mud, scarred up knees, cussing out the coaches, spitting on referees. Ricky Tidwell's mama's gonna play football. Her real name's Doris, everybody calls her too tall. They say she's a fine young man, but she's really not. Ricky's mama was the master of the cheap shot. And on a triple option play, she could ruin your day. She led the team in tackles in the league and sacks, responsible for killing nine quarterbacks. But the school's reputation was destroyed. They accused Ricky's mama of steroids. Uh-oh. Ricky Tidwell's mama's on probation. And now Alabama or Tennessee's under their 12th investigation. Yeah, they wouldn't leave poor Ricky Tidwell's mama alone. She'd been taking male hormones. Doris Tidwell's gonna be held in the NFL. Ricky Tidwell's mama. She'll probably be better than Perry Collins. Good Thursday morning, August 5th. Big Show's on the radio. It's time for Dumb Crook News. Dumb Crook stories sent in by you, the Big Show listener. Many, many years now. They running out of them. The address will follow this report. Investigators say a man broke into an animal park in Inman, South Carolina and stole a seven-month-old bear cub. He took the bear to a truck stop and charged people a dollar each to pet it. <laughs> Wait, is this Inman? I think I've been to that truck stop. <laughs> I never planned. Yeah. 
Well, he was charged with third-degree burglary and grand larceny. And the man says he originally planned to steal a monkey, but settled for the bear after the monkey attacked him. <laughs> Sometimes you got to cut your losses. You, know? you got to get your butt kicked pretty hard by a monkey to think a bear's a move down. <laughs> A Palm Beach, Florida man discovered several unauthorized charges on his Visa card for food, music, movies, and skincare products. Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest surprise was a package he got in the mail from Identity Sweep. That's a company which specializes in credit card security. Wait. Yep. The identity thief used the victim's stolen credit card to buy a product designed to prevent identity theft. <laughs> wow. Wow. So there's a lot of crooks out there. Yeah. Uh, Gotta do your research. Yeah. <laughs> Police in Crawley, England were called to a supermarket to break up a noisy brawl between two elderly grandmothers. <laughs> Investigators say the pair were causing quite a ruckus by ramming into each other in their electric mobility scooters. Oh, well, <laughs> that's when Oliver took the big girls shopping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm straight up gangster. A woman walked into a J.C. Penny store in Richmond, Kentucky, and tried to steal a handbag. As she was headed out the door, a security guard stopped her. When a woman dropped the purse, took a swing at the guard, and fled. She apparently really liked the purse. She had already put her wallet with ID in the bag before leaving the store. <laughs> Well, she called the store later to report she had lost her wallet. How'd that go? Not too good. <laughs> she was arrested when she went to the police station to claim it. Oh, yeah. I got home on my scooter and realized that I didn't have it. Arizona police and SWAT team members were called to an apartment after neighbors reported the sounds of a man and a woman yelling and breaking things inside. When the team arrived, they found a 21-year-old man inside the apartment all by himself. Police say the man was conducting both sides of the argument, <laughs> using his own voice for the male side uh. and a high-pitched voice for the woman. He was taken into custody and scheduled for a mental exam. You're useless. Mm. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of argument is that? I thought he was an actor. A Miami, Florida man was arrested for stealing an aluminum light pole from a street corner. A crew from the local power company had unloaded the pole by the side of the road and were coming back to install it once they got proper clearance from the city. So what, it was still in the box? <laughs> well, <laughs> it was laying there. The suspect spotted the 40-foot pole and somehow managed to strap it to the top of his <laughs> minivan. <laughs> Needless to say, this attracted the attention of police who pulled him over and arrested him. So I'm guessing he didn't leave the house planning to do this. Just lay in there. Yeah. A man walked into Walgreens Pharmacy in Port Ritchie, Florida, and handed the clerk what he apparently intended to be a holdup note. But the piece of paper was completely blank. <laughs> well, so, that. Sensing the suspect might be a tad clueless, the clerk dialed 911 right in front of him, causing the man to flee the store. <laughs> a woman was arrested in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and charged with making 17 bomb threats. She also threatened to shoot several people. Police say the woman, a fifth grade school teacher was upset because she had been reassigned to teach fourth grade. Oh, well, good news. You won't have to worry about either fourth or fifth grade anymore. Oh, Bridgeport, Connecticut police showed up to arrest a 21-year-old man wanted on a domestic assault charge. 
When the cops moved in, the man turned to his nine-foot-long pet python and yelled, get him. Now, you know, I know this is Bridgeport, Connecticut, but I hear that with a southern accent for some reason. Get him. Well, this being real life instead of the movies, the snake wasn't much help, oh, okay. and the suspect was arrested. Yeah. No, yeah. Now the attack snake, he okay. hoped. And finally... A pair of thieves broke into a department store in Monroe, Washington, and stole several pillows. Apparently, the men couldn't wait to get home to try out their ill-gotten gains. Police found the suspects in an alley near the store, sound asleep on these stolen pillows. (laughs) They were awakened and arrested. If you got Dumb Crook News, you can mail to Dumb Crook News the old-fashioned way. John Boy Billy, P.O. Box 19111, Charlotte, N.C., 28219. Or email anybody but me at thebigshow.com. Good morning, The Big Show's on the radio. Don't point at the microphone, man. I know what I'm doing. What? Come on. Bloody hell. Hello! This is Ozzy Osbourne, and I hate bubbles. But I love John Boy and Billy and the whole gang at the big show. What were we talking about? Rock and roll! Shows on the radio for you Thursday, August 5th. Celebrating what would have been Tim Wilson's 60th birthday this morning. Musician, comedian, author, Tim Wilson, man. I was him way too early, but he'll be with us as long as we got the big show on the radio. Kicking off every hour this morning, Tim's Uncle BS. November your 22nd, 1963. <laughs> Let me think a second. That's the day everybody's supposed to remember where they was. I was working at a school book depository in Dallas, Texas. Houghton and Mifflin had just come out with that new math, and they had them real thick math books. And it's hard to pick your math book boxes up by yourself, and I told them, y'all got to get somebody in there to help me with these dadgum boxes. And they hired a fellow named Lee something. I can't think of his name. He'd been in the Marine Corps, and I, of course, in the Navy for five years. He kept bragging about what a great shot your Marine Corps was as opposed to your Naval Forces. I said, I tell you what, you little pinko communist. This afternoon at lunch, I want you to go back to your boarding house and bring back your rifle. I got two tickets to the Texas Theater. Says you can't hit that manhole cover down there by that grassy knoll. You know, he cracked off four shots down for President of the United States. Didn't happen to drive by at that exact moment. We felt bad about that. Good morning. Got the big show on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner wins a liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit in that John Boy and Billy Bucket. Or is Liquid Performance, the world's highest quality full synthetic gasoline and diesel fuel additives. Check them out and go to thebigshow.com. Hang on, win it in minutes. 
But right now, it's time for Tatertainment News. Here's our girl, Marcy Tater Moran. Thank you very much. Uh, some news on your guy, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he, Better Call Saul, yeah. Yeah, he has made his first public statement since collapsing on the set of Better Call Saul um, last week. Uh, the actor confirms that he did suffer a small heart attack. Ah. And that's the cause of his collapse and adds that doctors were able to unblock a clogged artery without surgery. Oh, wow. Nice. Which is good news. And he needs a break, he says, to recover, but that he'll be back soon. He tweeted uh, on Friday, uh, and it has been re- been retweeted over 60,000 times. Uh, Hi, it's Bob. Thank you to my family and friends who have surrounded me this week and for the outpouring of love. It's overwhelming. That's right. according to now, Hollywood I remember reporter. when that happened, Billy got an alert or something he was talking yeah. about, and nobody knew anything for Couldn't like a day. And, and so, you know, right? that story was probably the biggest story of that day. It's like that shows you how many people love that guy and that character. Yeah, yeah better call Saul. And this will be the last season of that show. Is They're that working on season deal? six, which will be the final season. Yeah. All right. Well, all right, so, that is yeah, all right. Get, get well soon, Bob. Uh, are you familiar with who Amanda Knox is? I've she's heard the one that she went to. She was accused Italy? of murdering somebody in mm-hmm. Italy. She went to school in Italy, I guess, yeah. for the year, and uh, oh, came yeah. home one night, and her her, yeah. her roommate was murdered. Okay, so she went to French prison for it. She she did. Yeah. She was in, which uh, is weird because she was in Italy. Yeah, yeah sorry, I meant. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, she was. Yeah, to be in prison in a foreign country. Yeah, yeah. very scary. Yeah, right. Um, well, there's a movie inspired by the uh, wrongful conviction of Amanda Knox, and that's the Matt Damon movie. Oh, Stillwater. Uh, Stillwater. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she's not too happy about it. Mm. Uh, in a tweet storm, she said the movie Stillwater reinforces an image of her as a guilty and untrustworthy person while people continue to profit off my name, face, and story without my consent. If they I said, ever meet you in person, I'm going to kill you. Well, not kill you. <laughs> and so uh, Matt Damon's movie is. Um, it's a fictionalized based. Yeah, it's fictionalized, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, kind okay. of taking a, the yeah. basis based from on. it. Yeah, based on. There you go. Um, so what happened with her, she spent four years in prison for murder that she did not commit, and Italian prosecutors convicted her twice uh. for killing a roommate in 2007, and Amanda, uh, Amanda blamed their legal mistakes on shoddy police work and prosecutorial... Prosecutorial? Thank you. Yeah. Tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so did she get out of prison... She, yeah. Yes, she Eventually, did, and she's home. Yeah, yeah. She's in she's in America. Okay. Been in the USA yeah. for a while now. Um, and they proved that she what? I mean, she was not. I mean, she was innocent. Was innocent. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. she got yeah, out. She's back home. The person that actually committed the murder has been charged and now is in prison. Okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. How scary for her. And I've watched Man, her no docu series and you know the documentaries on her and stuff. Yeah. But she's not happy about the way that everyone's going to think it's her in this movie. And I guess with me saying that it's loosely based on her, that everybody's going to well, now well, think well, it's don't her. Don't they show at the end that she was innocent of the movie? Yeah, but it's just there? it's the way that the character um, in in this movie the character is not wholly innocent. So they kind of turn a little bit. And also the story hints at her um, sexual orientation, that Uh, she had had a relationship with the roommate in this movie, and Amanda saying all of that is not right. Yeah. But, but Amanda's a real person. And they did not make a deal with her to, you yes. know, to, to tell her story. Oh, yeah. really? To tell her story. Yeah. Uh. You know, it's like if they made some movie about, you know, based on some stupid disc jockey somewhere. That, yeah. Well, never mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody looking at John? I don't know. <laughs> I sign off on <laughs> Yeah, if they ask you to. If they ask you, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody knows who Kelly Clarkson is, and uh, she's done very well for herself. And uh, she was married and uh, 
got a divorce. Mm. Okay, so that she was, she married Brandon Blackstock, who was uh, who is a uh, manager. Magician? Oh, no, no. Right. <laughs> it does, it does make a better magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was like uh, the manager to Blake Shelton and and, and, uh-huh. and okay. other country artists. Uh-huh. Well. He uh, never needs to work another day in his life because uh, he's going to collect uh, spousal support uh, and child support from Kelly Clarkson. Wow. So each and every month, Kelly will Venmo, new thing the kids do. Uh, Venmo? Uh, uh-huh. Almost okay. $200,000 a month. A month? To Brandon. Whoa. And she just, didn't they just say that she is the one that's basically going to take Ellen's place on the There's talk still been a lot of, yeah, a lot of rumors on yeah. that, that her, because she hasn't. She has a talk show right now, and they're going to move it into that prime. That that she spot. is the leading candidate to just basically take yeah. over Ellen's turf. So Kelly Clark, yeah. she must be doing good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. her, her mu- ex-husband, oh. two hundred grand a month. And incredibly, mm. Brandon wanted twice that amount. <laughs> of course, That's I, so I. <laughs> I deserve yeah. more. Yeah. People Magazine reports that he gets, a, I guess, one hundred and ninety-five thousand six hundred and one dollars a month. Well, and that's then, fine unless you have to buy something. All right. And then she must pay another $1.25 million to cover his legal costs. Mm. And uh, according to court documents, Kelly takes home each month more than $1.5 million. Uh, uh. That's her monthly take home. Well, so he's like... Go. You're just giving me a measly two hundred thousand. So, um, so yep. So, uh, so, so is, sounds like she wanted out of that marriage. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Will to pay. Right. Yep, yep. Not, not happy. Well, she'd seen all his magic tricks. It was kind of, <laughs> <laughs> the magic without him. Yeah. And I'm sure it wasn't willing to pay. My last story is about Scarlett Johansson. All right. All right. The Black Widow. Mm. Uh, she is suing Disney, claiming that uh, her contract was breached when the company simultaneously released Black Widow on its streaming service and in theaters. They so had she, said an exclusive theatrical yeah. release. Yeah. Uh, and then they basically didn't do it that way. They just yeah. released well, it so streaming and in theaters at the same time. But they might as well have. I mean, how much is it to if you watch it on Disney? You're already subscribed to Disney. That's a monthly charge. It's like 20 or 30 bucks. 30 to, yeah. It's twenty nine yeah. But does yeah. it cost her some money, though? Well, yes, because the Wall Street Journal is reporting that she got her salary for the movie and then... Box office performance of the film, she uh, gets up uh, uh, proceeds from that. Right. I don't know her percentage. And that limits or her take from the theatrical yeah, release because they, of the show short. Yeah. Right, right. So she's saying because she needs I, more money. I read something that the the woman that directed the Wonder Woman movie and did the sequel and the the star Gal Gadot, the star mm-hmm. of Wonder Woman, they worked out a deal with them to do that because you know they put that back in, in December of last year on HBO Max and in theaters at the same time. Yeah. But they had already worked out a, a compromise with, yeah, well, with them. Sources, and they didn't do that here, apparently. Hmm. Sources say the decision to put Black Widow on Disney Plus likely cost Scarlett more than $50 million. Uh-huh. So, off to court. All right. All right. You know, Blaine Blackstone, the magician, is I know. available. All so. this money just floating around. So yeah. Tough out there, la, la, la. I'm telling around. you what. <laughs> I'd rather just be over here, not so successful. That a ball. We keep it up. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Tate. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. All right. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. You can also go to bigshow.com, click the on-air contest button. Want to play Wordy Word, can't get through? Jack can call you. We play next.
Good morning. Big Show's on the radio video today brought to you by Law Tigers, America's motorcycle lawyers. John Boy and Marcy's pre-wordy word routine. I have to make sure she's wide awake. Yes. It's a wordy word. Yes. I'd really appreciate it if you'd just kind of get me into mode. That would help. I'd like to. Go ahead. (laughs) That'll be our video for tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Y'all make sure you see this one. Make you visit to thebigshow.com. Some fun is done. And we'll be taking a classic bit request off the wall coming up in minutes. Right now, let's do it. I went everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, a wordy word, and a wordy word. Let's meet a contestant. We got Ronald from Asheboro, North Carolina. Good morning, Ronald. Good morning, Ronald. How you doing? Good morning. We all good, Ronald. Welcome. And we got Michelle from Hayes, Kansas. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. All right, y'all welcome. Kansas versus North Carolina Michelle, you're on Marcy and Randy's team. And Ronald on the John Boy and Billy side. We'll do two rounds. So me and Ronald will go for round number one. All right. All right, Ronald, you ready, buddy? Yes, sir. Let's do it then. Start the clock now. Give me something to drink. I'm really thirsty. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is what you eat for breakfast. Not bacon, but... Yeah, all right. Uh, Great Blank, Kansas. When when you you uh, you you, you, uh, take something and you blank it, (laughs) y'all got it. Uh, uh, You have straight thing and then you make it the ends touch. You're strong. You can blank nails or blank steel. Bend it, bend. Yes, bend. Oh, God, it rolls. Man, I got hung up on Ben there, but you did a good job putting a four on the board. All yeah. right. It's not no reservoir. <laughs> <but Ben>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle and Tater right. for round one. You ready, Michelle? Yes, I am. All right. New word and go. You buy a blank of bread at the store. Loaf. Yep. Uh, this is the, uh, you have four fingers and a blank on your hand. Thumb. You uh, rhymes with it. Uh, it might call a homeless person one of these, or he he's on the Oba? street. Nope, it rhymes with it. With, uh, with that finger. Uh, or you might blank oh. a ride somewhere. Uh, it rhymes with that. You might what? It rhymes with that finger on your hand. You uh, s- Chung? I don't know. <laughs> Bend? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Michelle Taylor put a two on the board. Ronald leads by two, and Sorry, we're going Michelle. into round two. All right. Ronald, you and Billy, are you ready? Ready. Picking up on that last one. Go. A hobo is also called one of these sometimes. He's just um, a no-good lazy. There you go. Um, All right, rhymes with it. These fall off when you eat a sandwich. They, they're left behind. Crumbs. Yep, he's not smart. He's the opposite of smart. He's dumb. Uh-huh. Yep, you might chew some what? Bubble gum. Yep, uh, if you don't know the words, you'll go, hmm. What's that? Um. Yep, yep, yep. Um. I, I, there's no feeling in my hand. It's gone completely numb. Yes. Numb. All right, put a rhyming on there. Six on the four, a ten for Ronald. All right, let's just go home. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Michelle and Randy, I'll sorry, let you guys. know if you get close. Oh, all right. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, don't beat yourself up, Tyler. Okay. Michelle and Randy, ready? You're still rhyming. Uh-huh. That helps. Mm-hmm. Go. All right. It's a purple fruit, very small, has a hard center. Plum. Yep. yep. Plum. Uh, this is a. It's an alcoholic beverage, still rhyming. Rum. Yep. Uh, Rum. No more rhymes. It's the grand what? You win the grand in a contest. You win the grand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you you have to have this done about every six weeks or so just to keep things shaped up on your hair, the top of your head. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a phone blank. We don't see them very often. Boo. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, you put a five on there, a seven, but Ronald still wins by three. Couldn't get out of that hole. That's where it goes. All right, so Michelle from Hayes, you can try again anytime. Sweet, all right? You did good, Michelle. All right, thank you. All right, you have a great day. And look at you, Ronald, home of the, one of the best zoos in this part of the country, Asheboro, North it's Carolina. the largest zoo in the world. And we love your hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different one. Oh, oh, sorry. Hey, Ronald, good work, buddy. You hang on, Jackie, hook you up. John Boy, you ought to come eat lunch with me sometime. We're, we're, have your machine call my machine. <laughs> <laughs> Love doing lunch thing with you, Ronald. All right, Jackie, get you in. All right, man. buddy. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic beer request time. We got Frederick Moore out of Dallas saying, I need to hear my hero Mad Max this morning. Please, y'all. Frederick, you got it, buddy. Coming up next. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio every weekday about this time. Classic bit of the morning, something you'd like to hear. You go to thebigshow.com, shoot us a line, go to John Mobile Facebook page, uh, just text Marcy, put her in charge of this. <laughs> her number, 704. <laughs> Frederick Moore out of Dallas wants to hear his hero, Mad Max. Here you go, Fred. John Boy Billy. Yo. Mad Max here. Hey, Max, what's up? Hi, Dander. Uh, well, I've heard that all my life. What is dander? I mean, uh, is it something that comes uh, from... John Boyd, from... let me put this as gently as I can. Okay. Shut up, you idiot. Thanks uh, for taking it easy on no me. No problem. Okay. <laughs> well, fellas, everybody says this here is the time when all Americans are supposed to be coming together. Uh-huh. Today, I'd like to teach all the sci-fi freaks and computer geeks in the audience how to get along with us regular, normal men. <laughs> Randy, Randy, listen up. Here are some basic rules for men to live by. Complaining about the brand of free beer in your buddy's refrigerator is forbidden. Right. Unless he killed somebody in your family, you must bail your buddy out of jail within 12 hours. Any man that brings a camera to a bachelor party can be legally butt-whooped by the other man at the party. Once you've known a feller for more than 24 hours, his sister is off limits forever unless you actually marry her. The minimum amount of time you have to wait for a buddy who's running late is five minutes. Uh, Maximum waiting time, six minutes. Uh, for a girl, you have to wait ten minutes for every point she racks up on the classic one to ten hotness scale. <laughs> no man is ever required to buy a birthday present for another man. In fact, even remembering your buddy's birthday at all is optional. 
<laughs> it's okay to chug a fruit-flavored girly drink only if you're sitting on a tropical beach and it's delivered by a waitress or supermodel. She must be topless. Also, the drink must be free. It is okay for a man to cry under the following circumstances. A, when a brave dog dies to save his master. Mm -hmm. B, after wrecking the boss's car. <laughs> C, when Angelina Jolie starts unbuttoning her shirt. <laughs> and D, one hour, 12 minutes, and 37 seconds into the movie The Crying Game. <laughs> now, when you run up on a group of fellers watching a sporting event, it's okay to ask the score of the game, but you should never ask who's playing. <laughs> yeah, and, Randy, what sport is this? <laughs> if a woman says she loves to watch sports, treat her like a spy until she proves she knows the game and that she can drink as much beer as the men in the bunch. If a feller's zipper is down, that's his problem. You didn't see nothing. The morning after you and a babe who was formerly just a friend have shared a night of spontaneous animal passion, feeling weird and are guilty is no reason not to do it again before you have that talk about what a big mistake it was. It's okay to grab the last beer or the last slice of pizza, but don't go for both. That's just plain mean. And finally, if two men share an umbrella, they are considered legally married in 17 states. <laughs> well, that's it, boys. Uh, good advice, Max. Thank uh, you, buddy. Freaks and geeks, learn them, know them, live them, and quit running my life. John Boy and Billy. Yeah. Y'all have a nice day. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Thank you, might have missed this morning. Catch it on the John Boy Miller's Late Risers podcast. Uh, puts it up usually before high noon every day after the broadcast ends. We've been celebrating what would have been Tim Wilson's 60th birthday. I believe it's been like eight years. Tim passed away sudden, of course, 52 at a heart attack. It's coming, man. But, and Tim, we appreciate y'all keeping his memory alive. See it all the time. We're talking about our Facebook page and stuff like that, man. Good stuff. Always we broadcasting here. Tim will be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Go end up with one of the tunes based on a true story. First Baptist Bar and Grill. Well, the church burned down and no one knew what Pentecost Baptist was going to do. The Sunday brimstone got so that gum hot it burned up a church bus in the parking lot. <laughs> In a panic, the Reverend Dr. White called up an ex-member that hadn't lived, right? He owned Joe's Bear Joint right across the fence. It's the same Joe's he'd preached against. He said, I don't really want to be a hypocrite. I got a Sunday school class about to have fits. We're all excited about revival week and been moved by the Spirit, so to speak. With all the souls we saved and money we spent, we thought God told us to sell that tent. I got a famous evangelist supposed to come and done run out of chairs. Will you loan us some? Joe says, hell, you can just use a whole dang place. Ain't nine on the jukebox, amazing grace. I ain't supposed to be open because of them blue laws, but we'll open tonight if it's all right with y'all. 
The preacher said, well, I reckon that'd be okay. The good Lord works in mysterious ways. He's going to talk about Joshua, Judges, and Ruth, and I reckon I could do it from the DJ booth. <laughs> At the First Baptist Bar and Grill. It's the only church in the Bible Belt that smells like a whiskey still. When the sinners finish one more round, we'll have dinner on the ground and go inside and hell pray we don't get killed. The evangelists came with a well-dressed choir. They showed up around happy hour, looked around the joint, and didn't take it real well. Said the white ministry has gone to hell. <laughs> Ms. Mills had taught youth Sunday school, and two dickens in the back room shooting pool were sharing the Lord with a Jim Beam rep who was teaching Ms. Mills some line dance steps. <laughs> Reverend White was reading from the book of Luke to a tall drunk trucker about to puke. You had John 3.16 memorized it, trying to dry his ass out to get him baptized. <laughs> The evangelist yelled about the lights and the bears. Said, White, you can't save any souls in here. This place ain't nothing but a den of sin. Ain't the kind of place Baptist ought to be in. <laughs> Preacher said, well, we don't really need y'all here. You didn't do a very good job last year. Only saved one sinner. That's Todd McGuire, and he's a little son bit. Set my church on fire. <laughs> Joe's Bear Joint has done been revived. Only been here an hour, and I done saved five. Sure, it's got mirrors and a big dance floor, but I finally found the flock God called me for. There at the first Baptist bar and grill. It's the only church in the Bible Belt that smells like a whiskey still. Not a stained glass window anywhere in sight, just a bloodstained floor and neon lights and a communion wine, and here is always chill. We're here every Sunday, we're living large, the only church with a cover charge. And if you don't like our doctrine and think we ain't devout, We'll have our bouncer throw your ass out of the first Baptist bar and grill. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Hi, Ben. Let's hit it, buddy. Bed Box is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits. 99 cents each. 15 for 9.99. Buy them once. Play them anywhere. Find your faves at BigShow.com. Anytime's a perfect time for John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JB&B stuff by phone, 800-471-STUFF. Online services by Animink.com. Hi, y'all. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And we will see you on tomorrow. We'll be celebrating Friday morning. We love you. And we mean it. Holy baloney. We do mean it. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.